Hey everybody, it is 2 o'clock. It is time for the AltaCast, or some call me Tim, whatever, whatever we're doing. It's Pam Benjamin in the studio. I'm going to be joined soon by LaToya, the Sheriff of Truth Win, telling me what's going on in the world, because I have no idea. Even though for the past 23 days I have been not been submerged in a barrel of whiskey or IPA. That's right, people. It is no February. It is February. Feb, no brewery. No brew. No, um, it's, hey, it's been crazy. I'm 23 days sober and I need help because I am so high. <laughs> I've been eating edibles like crazy. I am California sober, friends. Since I've been booze free for the past 23 days, my mushroom intake has skyrocketed. San Francisco sober. All right, I'm in a great mood because incredible things are happening in my life. And I'm excited that LaToya, the Chef of Truth, is going to be coming in. She's a little late, but this is good. So I'm introducing the show. I'm going to put on a little flat black plastic celebrating Black History Month. And then we'll be right back with cool stuff, man. You're listening to MutinyRadio.fm and .sf. Thank you. Uh, you can always give us money at Venmo Mutiny Radio if you're so inclined. Or come see a comedy show. Tonight, it's at Asiento, 730. It's going to be a lot of fun. Tomorrow, it's at Boozland, 7 o'clock. Also a lot of fun. Friday, here, 6 o'clock. You know what's going to be? Fun. Saturday, Atlas, 2 o'clock. Join us. Enjoy some music, and we'll be back. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. They're talking about, They're talking about this nuclear war.
coming at you in stereo. If you cannot hang, just do your thing. But if you're in the know, that makes you good to go. You people out there try to understand. We got something new for this troubled land. This is not a rap song that you always hear. You get tired of that year after year. A rap's about nothing or how to live. We got something here that's positive. To forget troubled times by having fun without no drugs. And that's on the one. A natural high is where it's at. The Black History Month music on. <laughs> Hell yeah. Toya Sheriff Truth in the House. Music on. Oh. <laughs> it's, it's a special month. It's almost over. It's been kind of a weird Black History Month. Has it? Yeah. How so? Uh, let's see. More police shootings. Oh, I guess the good news for Black History Month is um, the uh, uh, Ahmaud Arbery's, the, the murderers. Uh, they got federal hate crime charges, so they got more time. All right. So I guess that's the. Uh, sorry, taking my jacket. Sunny, the the sunny lining, the yeah, silver, the, silver the, the beautiful lining, silver everything lining. Everything else sucks about being black right now. In America. Oh. So. Yay! Happy Black History happy Month. Happy Black History Month, everyone. Yeah. Uh, sweet. Well, it is the twenty third. Did you did you wear a tutu for two 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 two? I did not. I, I didn't did. realize it was this two, 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 two. Yeah, it was yesterday. I know, yesterday until uh, my friend told me, and I'm like, oh, cool. It's two, 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 two. Am I supposed to? And I wore a tutu, and uh, I did a spell at 2.22 in the afternoon on two, 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 two. And I got to tell you, it worked. It did it? I'll what tell you. you. Well, this is the exciting news. Sure. I mean, I can tell you the exciting news. So, um... I was checking out, you know, I always scroll the Facebooks and I was on the Bay Area Comedy Network, you know, just chilling, looking around. And Jim McVeigh out of L.A. posted um, a job listing for Netflix. And it's for a new, it's for an internship position as a writer for a new animation series at Netflix. And it was super time sensitive. And so I have all these spec scripts. So I got in the application thing and I had to figure out how to take my PDFs and stick them in a Google Drive so they could look at them. And another comedian helped me with that. And I knew it was time sensitive. And I sent it in at 2.22 yesterday, 2.22 on 2.22.22. And I did a little spell, a little witchcraft spell. And I pressed send, you know, on my little thing. And I received an email this morning from Netflix. Yeah. With time-sensitive email, and they were saying, oh, um, can you send us this information through this link that goes directly to us and directly upload your spec scripts, your multiple scripts, and a bio, and tell us why you're passionate about animation, et cetera, et cetera. And so that was time-sensitive and needed to be completed before tomorrow at noon. So that would be Thursday. Thursday. So they sent it to me this morning. I sent in what they wanted this afternoon before I got here. And then it was time sensitive to tomorrow at noon, which means they're looking for someone right now. And I got in right under the the gun. And the beauty is whether they choose me or not, Netflix is going to read two of my spec scripts, which can't hurt. Like you've talked about this for so long. (laughs) So I I sent in, I said the two spec scripts I sent in were um, one of them that's called uh, Max Pocket Waffles or whatever happened to Lori Rognerud, which is a it's always sunny in Philadelphia spec script. So it's, you know, 22 minutes, et cetera, et cetera. And then the other one I sent in is a feature length. It's an hour. 
with commercials, but it's animation and they're looking for animation and it's Dottie and Bree's Escape, which is the spec script I wrote about the two sex workers leaving Vegas with a suitcase full of coke and they're being followed by the <laughs> Korean mafia and demons and all of these things. They're trying to escape. And so I sent that in. That might be a red light. Well, but they, I mean, but th the thing is they're looking for an intern. I'll be a 47 year old intern. I don't care. Get my foot in the, door, the door at Netflix. Dear God. And it's only a four month position, which is amazing. Cause I can actually leave San Francisco for four months to LA, stay with a friend, have someone live in my house to take care of my cats, come back up here on weekends, right. get someone to take over the station. Like it would, I could actually make it work. I, hold on. Right? That's, right that, place, right like, time. I didn't yeah. want to do a slow 80s clap. Sure. I just deserve a bravo. The real five. Uh, but so I'm really excited because that's, yeah. I mean, and it just happened this week with my little witchcraft spell and I didn't think anything of it and it's super time sensitive and if I wouldn't have done it, it wouldn't have happened and you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. And I was just like, well, I got these spec scripts. So the beauty of it is, let's say I get this Netflix internship which would be incredible let's say it happens the the person i mean there's there's one person that i'd have to thank for this and it's not that the person did anything but it's that their presence during the beginning of covid made me work so hard to try to impress them that i created all of this work because i was trying to impress this person and so now i have you know i've got eight spec scripts because at that time i was like there was nothing to do, it was COVID and all these things. We were reading scripts on, online here at the station through Zoom. And I was like, I have to make more scripts so that this one person can read my scripts because I want to impress this person. So it's crazy, but all of that work that I did that I was like, ah, this is for nothing. When when you're like time sensitive shit and it's like, get spec scripts in right now. Oh, do you have, it said, you know, what do you need to apply? And one of them was two full written scripts in the right format and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, well, I have eight to choose from because of COVID. So thank you, COVID, for, you know, helping me be creative and shutting me down. And now I have eight spec scripts. And so if they ask me for more, let's say that they read them and they go, well, do, do, do you have something else? I'll be like, yeah, here's Ijo Perdido. Here's another uh, It's Always Sunny. Here's a, I have original stories. I've got I've got all kinds of stuff. I've, if if I ever if I get in at Netflix, I've got my reality TV show idea, which is a banger, and no one's ever done it anything like it, and it'll it'll be perfect, and I'll be like, know the right people to say, hey, I can produce this. I have all of it mapped out. So, and I just I mean it's not I don't want to be like, Ugh, but it's. It it's could happen. Exciting. It, it could, could happen. happen. Yeah. I mean, there is still a 50% 50, 50 chance. And that the thing is, like you said, they have those original Pam Benjamin scripts in their hand. Yeah. And the thing is, look, I what I do like about Netflix is they do look like look for diversity. Mm -hmm. And so they do look for like old white lady. I was going to say minorities and women. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the old white lady you want, baby. Don't, you don't want to say you're old in Hollywood. No, uh, I know, I know. Yeah, but you don't look old and you're not old. But the fact of the matter is, the thing is, they want stuff like what you want, especially coming from a, a female writer. I don't know. Well, so there was this one thing where they said, uh, th this space is for your LinkedIn. Put your LinkedIn. And I don't have a LinkedIn, so I wrote, I'm so old, I thought Kanye West was an airline. So I put a joke in where I was I was like, I'm going to put a joke in instead of a LinkedIn because I ain't got no LinkedIn. But I'm still, I'm, 
I'm going to be funny. You want a comedy writer? And then the other, they asked for websites, and I was like, mutinyradio.fm, obviously. And then it asked for a secondary website, and I was like, my Facebook. Fucking look at my Facebook. I have one-liners all of my, my one-liner I did last week I loved so much. I hate women so much, I leave my own toilet seat up. <laughs> That's how much I hate women. Yeah. Thank you. I got one-liners. Man, I want to write. I want to... <sighs> but the thing is, even if you don't get the Netflix... That still could be passed around to another production company and so on and so on. If they, I, I mean, mean, if they're going to read my script and they find any value in me, yeah. I would be so over the moon. I, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I've always been, I always wanted someone to go, yeah, she's talented. She has some modicum of talent that we could work with. You can get your masters for nothing. Well, and the beauty of animation is that it's budgetless. You can do anything with your script. You can you can be have magical realism. Oh, I can't afford a helicopter. Well, it's animation, so anything can happen. It's it's a, it's a beautiful genre. I love animation. God, my fingers are crossed. I'm hoping for the best. And I'm guessing it because like I love like Netflix uh, adult animation. So I'm guessing yeah. It's be, yeah. Disenchanted is a great. It's a great show. It's really funny. I yeah. I watch like F is for Family and I Big didn't watch Mouth. That one. I love and, Big Mouth. I yeah. think that one's really funny too. And so it's it'll be nice to have like a female perspective, like the hook, the Las Vegas. The I I mean I'm just I'm just like oh, I, I got Vegas. to upload my and just that I had. If I wouldn't have done that work back then, which I didn't know why I was doing that work, I wouldn't have had everything ready to at the last minute in a last minute situation where they're looking for someone right now and there's a hard deadline of Thursday and I apply on Tuesday and like, wow, just, I mean, right, it's so thanks Jim McVeigh for posting that because it was on LinkedIn and I don't have LinkedIn so I never would have seen it if he wouldn't have put it on the Bay Area Comedy Network. So that's what it's for, the network. And what? you know, and we know how much I, you know, the good thing is, it we know that it is a male-dominated, like the writers' room. Well, everything is. is. And stuff. Yeah, the whole world is. But it seems like at least Netflix is trying to change that a little bit. And with your writing and how dark and funny it is, it could possibly work. Well, I, I mean, think. just put me in a room with other people, and I'm sure that something will come out. That even if I'm just taking notes. I, and if they get to know me, they'll be like, oh, she has all this experience and all these other weird things. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm all over the map. So, I mean, oh, my God. It would just be a dream. I was, like, almost hyperventilating on the bus today because I was like, I just, I, just, I just sent them something, and they just asked me to send them more. Like, <gasps> this is real now. Like, I got a, the screen that said, thank you for applying for this position. We will be getting back to you in two to three weeks. So, so we got until March. Yeah, mid-March. Mid I think they probably want someone April 1st. I'm guessing the four months they want are April, May, June, July, which makes sense. Which also works out perfectly for me because I'd still be able to do the 7th Annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival because I don't even start work on that until August because it's in October. So I would be able to actually mm. leave and go to L.A. and do whatever down there. And, and then while you're down there... There's also shopping around. The comedy! Yeah. And there's everybody I know from all my comedy festivals, and I've never done L.A. And if I could, I mean, I could get, I, I probably wouldn't even have to do open mics. I could just ask people to be on book shows, and they'd probably book. So, um, yeah, I, this could be, and I don't want to, like, be all, it's just exciting. You're not being to be, cocky. You're not it, being cocky It's at exciting you're to be excited about optimistic. something. Yes. Yes, you're being optimistic. It's something that we have been losing 
in these COVID yeah. times. But and they didn't have to ask. They, I said put the portfolio online. That means they looked at it and they liked it enough that they asked me to send them more, which directly stuff. That's good. That's really good. That, I think. They, uh, I think that's pretty fucking fab. Yeah. So. And now it's just down to the writing. Are, it, is my? I think that my it's funny spec script is very funny. Um, I mean, it makes me laugh. And it's got and, it, and the beauty of it, it's got an A, B, and a C plot. And so they can see in that 22-minute spec script that I can handle multiple plot lines. So even if they don't think that the writing is particularly funny or there's enough punchlines in it, but I think there are. But even if they don't think that, they can at least see that I understand the concept of 22-minute story structure and of hour-long story story. Or half-hour half hour structure for and, and hour-long with commercials. But without, it's 22 minutes or 40 yeah, And so I have both of those and they can see that I understand multiple plots happening at the same time. They can see through my Dottie and Bree story that I understand plot, that I've got flashbacks, flash forwards. I've got all kinds of like different sequences. You don't know if it's a dream or not. It's surrealistic. It's magical realism. There's all of these sort of threads that go through. But then also it's a, you know, it's a three act. Star. It's a, I tick all the boxes structurally so they can at least see, ah, she has some idea what she's doing. And then they can also look at the, I think Dottie and Brie, the ending of that story is the best ending I've ever wrote for a story ever. And I was just like, oh my God. And I got it because I was reading that book at the same time by Stephen King on writing. And he said, never know the ending to your story because if you can't surprise yourself, you can't surprise your reader or your watcher or whatever. So people that set out a story and they know the end before they start, how can you, it's going to be boring, right? But so I didn't know the end of that story. And I was writing that story. I was writing, writing, writing. And I couldn't figure it out. I couldn't figure out the end. And then all of a sudden it just came to me. And I was like, holy fuck. So all of that came together. And Don't then, forget your comedic timing. Too, right. Something that is very important when you're doing those shows. Sure. To, yeah. I mean, well, so now I don't have to. We'll see what they, but we'll see what they ask me for next. I mean, that's just the stuff I had just had in the kitty that ask I was like, me, ask me, ask me. Will it be like if if there was something online there? They're like, we're looking for children's story authors. I'd be like, oh my god, I got four of those right here. <laughs> like here, have the have. Where do I go potty? Uh, I've got the the fish of ten homes. I've got. Um, I've got the little the little ballerina story, the the witch ballerina who wants to be, but she dresses funny. I've got the my three grandmas. I've got all these stories. I've got all these children's stories. It's like fairy agent, fairy agent, swoop down, pick me up. I got a ton. I got a whole cache. So this is just a window of opportunity that just opened you, like doors to hopefully. You know. I mean. I think that's. Quite fucking amazing, man. Like old lady Pam has been writing for a long time. I have a lot of unpublished stuff. And I've got all these episodic stories, which are perfect for TV. So like someone do voices like it's on Kindle. Anyway, I'm just, Over it, the moon. it's something to look forward to. And it's some, uh, and not to, I'm just excited. Okay. What else is going on in the world? <laughs> <laughs> uh, what, how am I supposed to get into Ukraine and Russia with that? Oh my God, tell me about it though. I have no <laughs> idea what's happening. I honestly have no idea what's happening with that. I, I just, that's so much optimism and then I'm going to get into like... They're going to go to war, right? This is very scary. Yeah, this is pretty fucking... Uh, so San Francisco, we, smoke more pot, take yeah. more shrooms because there might be a war, world, another world war. So, um, so what we found out is... Um, Biden expected to allow sanctions. So he's sanctioning Russia. No surprise. So basically... Economic what, sanctions, yeah. 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 
Um, so basically, Russia is trying to uh, stronghold the Ukraine and what have you because Russia is greedy and stuff, you know, evil empire, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and so they want NATO wants the Ukraine in NATO. Okay. And so they're trying to protect. So basically. Is Russia not in NATO? No. Huh. No. See, now I know I'm ignorant as fuck, right? So, like, teach me. Absolutely please. not. So. No. Uh, that's a dictatorship putin so um, i thought that they were uh they were calling themselves a democracy <laughs> okay well all right <laughs> uh, the only like if you asked me what i know about russia i'd say pierogi they hate gay people and gorbachev maybe gorbachev uh you know the next thing that comes into my brain when i think russia is levi's jeans because when Americans used to go over there with suitcases full of Levi jeans and make tons and tons of money because they didn't have access to those or something. Yeah. Like, I, I'm so ignorant oh. about Russia. Honestly, I know a couple Russians who've emigrated here to the United States that are like doctors and engineers and shit. But that's, that's, yeah. I really don't know anything about Russia. So, Pussy like, Riot? Oh, Pussy Riot. Yes, well, that's part of the... Um, I that's know they hate gay Putin. people. Yeah, that's so I, Putin. So he's still the man in charge. So if you remember Pussy Riot, yeah, still the guy that's strongholding and locking up people and killing... So, See, yeah, I don't... That that upsets me very... I mean... And that was back in 2012, 2013? Sure, sure. Yeah. yeah. But so basically Putin, with his little self, is trying to strong arm the Ukraine. And Ukraine has resources, obviously. And... The rest of the world is like, no, we want to keep, we want Ukraine. We want Ukraine and NATO. Huh. So what it yeah, seems like. And so now Russia has said they brought peacekeepers to the Ukraine, oh. which seems like a little mini, not invasion yet. Let's read between but, the lines. Do yeah. those peacekeepers have, there's a gun called a peacekeeper, isn't there? <laughs> I think there's a, a gun called a peacekeeper. Um, let me make sure I get everything right. Cause I They're don't sending want... peacekeepers. Let's see. Uh, bu- 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 so the announcement um, was expected to come later today that according to a U.S. official who was not authorized to publicly discuss the matter before the decision was made public, spoke and conditioned a nominee. Germany said Tuesday that it was indefinitely sus- suspending the project. This is a pipeline project that um, the EU had. With, with Russia? Um, with the Ukraine. Oh, because Ukraine, I see what's happening. Mm-hmm. I see. The Ukraine has the oil. Is this is the Kuwait thing yes, all over? Because remember, Kuwait was tiny, but Kuwait was themselves, and uh, and Saddam didn't like that because he wanted the oil because it was there, and the Ukraine has the oil. Oh my God! It's it just follow the money. It's all about the money, you guys. It's um, and just and more more oil, which is terrible, and we know that it's part of the global warming, which we should all get on board all together and say no more, no more, no more petro, no more. Let's get let's get all renewable resource energy. Let's think green. Let's save the planet before we all die. Let's not start nuclear winter by bombing each other, trying to get more resources. Let's use the resources we have and work together. Uh, I'm such a Californian. I'm like, why can't we just go? Come on, guys. Let's all just be socialists and like. That shit ain't real. I know. I know. <laughs> no, I want to live in my dream world where like. It's you know, turning more into a nightmare. But is it? I mean, with you right now with the Netflix thing, but the thing is, but every that's time, just 
that's like Americanism. That's us. It's to shield our eyes to the real world by giving us Netflix. Give everybody a cell phone so that we can all watch IMDb TV on Amazon for free. You know, let's all get the, let's just, let's, uh, let's blind ourselves to what's really happening. This is very, very scary. Oh, yeah. No, it's very scary because, number one, it could... This sounds like World War Three. Yes. And then number two, you have the white wing, aka the right wing here sure. in the United States. Like um, here. Are they friends with Putin? I'm going to read a little. Oh, don't, please so, don't tell me that the Republicans are friends. So this with Putin. is this is this is um, from the Huffington Post. The GOP's response to the crisis of Ukraine is fractured as former President Trump heaps praise to Russian President oh, Vladimir Putin. Dear God. As bipartisan support grows, severe sanctions on Russia over its deploy of the troops into Ukraine. Some wow. lawmakers draw comparisons to Germany's aggression in pre-World <gasps> in War Poland. II Europe. Prominent Donald Fuckface Trump are questioning America's interest in the region, echoing Kremlin's talking points about Ukraine and reaping praise on Russian uh, dickhead Vladimir Putin. Because the GOP doesn't believe in global warming and they want people oh. to have access to petrochemicals, no. no? Well, yeah, but it's a little bit deeper than that. Uh, Fox host um, Fucker Carlson, the most influential voice on network, suggests Tuesday that maybe Putin isn't actually as bad as the guy the West makes him out to be. Carlson claimed President Joe Biden is actually the aggressor, that he's secretly setting up conflict in Russia to make play against fossil fuels. Okay, so that part, what so, you said. Right, but the, yes. I mean, can we, but this is human, we have human rights issues happening in Russia but that we cannot support. But they're making this okay. because the because the republic Republicans don't like the gays either. Well, no, no, no. It, <laughs> it's not even. It, it, it doesn't even. We got to take the LGBT thing out of it like, okay. completely. Okay. Because these are the people that still. Now we grew up in the Reagan era a little bit, and mm -hmm. we knew how we grew up in an era of like the Soviet Union. Bad. Very scary. Scary. Mm -hmm. Cold War. Scary. Scary. Right. Red so, Dawn. Wolverines. Wolverines. Yes. Got it. So these are still Republicans that praise Reagan, yet they flip. But because they know, because Russia, they know, we know they play dirty, but you have these, the, the right wing We know wing they here. play dirty. We know what they did with Facebook. They paid for those ads. When they manipulated us, when they manipulated us for all of the political influence things they, they did, hacked. they paid for, well, they've hacked some of it, but they paid for a lot of those ads. But the thing is, what they're <laughs> doing, the reason why the right wing is poor Russia right now is because of Trump. Huh. It's because, now let's go, we got to go Ooh. back to 2016, 2017, where we found out uh, Putin and Trump were uh, hanging out and stuff. Yeah, and sure. then there was the Miss Universe pageant mm. like several years ago there. Mm. And supposedly he has tapes of Trump being pissed on and Ooh. stuff. I mean, this goes, mm. I mean, I wish it was mostly about the fossil fuels. I w but uh, this sounds like a new Netflix show that you're talking about, I but this is real be. life. It could be. Like, dear God. So right-wing Arthur and sellout coon uh, Candace Owens, another Trump, uh, uh, whatever, Black agreed people tweeting, that like Trump are we crazy. are at fault. She urged her followers to read Putin's remarks from earlier this week in which he painted a distorted picture of the Western aggression. Some observers saw the speech as an effort to sell further invasions of Ukraine to the Russian public. Meanwhile, Charlie Fuckface Kurt, a conservative activist and radio host, dismissed the crisis as a family dispute between two countries. Who cares, Kurt asked on a show. It's not just media figures downplaying Ukraine crisis. Ohio GP Senator candidate J.D. Vance has argued that 
<laughs> the U.S. border with Mexico is more important to voters, <clears throat> to voters drawing attacks from Jane Tinkton, another candidate in the race. This is written horribly. Who has strongly condemned Putin's aggression? Former Secretary uh, Fat Guy Mark Pompeo, who widely thought to be running for president in 2024, praised on Putin as very shrewd, wow. adding that he has enormous respect for the Russian leader. Wow. Not to be un outdone. 45 himself appeared in awe of Putin uh, during an interview in, on Tuesday calling his deployment of troops to the Ukraine as genius. Oh. I said, how smart is that? And he's going to go in and be the peacekeeper. That's the strongest peace force, Trump said. Trump and his allies, cocksuckers, um, complimenting Putin is nothing new, of course. Throughout the four years of office, the former president repeatedly praised Putin under other aristocrats. Archicrat, excuse me, across the world of being tough, unlike leaders in America. Establishment voices within the GOP, what's left of them, anyway, are responding to the situation in Ukraine very differently. Republican leader and guy who should be dead already, Mitch McConnell, <laughs> Lindsey Graham, who needs to come out the closet, Ben Sasse from Nebraska, and then Marco, I'm a sellout too, Rubio, are urging Biden to go even further by imposing harsher sanctions, ching ching, that's where you make money, sure, uh, on right. Putin and his allies and faulting the president for not doing so earlier. President Biden is the president of the United States and to its extent that I can help him push back against Putin that, and bring stability back to the world, I am gladly to do so, said Graham, who needs to come out the closet so on Tuesday. Some of the GOP is saying, yeah, Putin's not a good guy. Yeah, but so a small... People are still listening, but Trump doesn't have any... He's not anything right now. He's not in any form of government. He's not a mayor. He's not a congressman. He still has a stronghold on the GOP he's, party. But it's insane because he's not a party leader in any traditional sense he doesn't have an actual role i know that's and the crazy thing that his voice still has pertinence is insane to me and the human rights violations should trump <laughs> what we're talking about with petrochemicals and ukraine's resources it seems like it seems like another money grab it and is a money grab and it's also to protect Trump. Now, what you just said. Protect Trump. Can't we just like I, expose him and be like, he's a bad guy. We fucked up. We're dumb. Can we I, help the world now and make it a better place instead of this like strange political infighting? That's this is all just we're trying to be distracted by all of these things. The GOP, the Trumpicans, because that's what they are, because you don't have too many civil GOP. Well, they've never been civil to me, but you don't have any like minded GOPers like you know but anymore what are really they after they're just trying to keep money is it just it's they're trying money to keep but it's money? also the fact that this is a cult this is because whatever sure. trump says which everything that you said is completely completely correct because you still have people that trump still has 80 percent high approval rating in what? the republican party so we're in midterms so if you don't praise a la trump you're not in the, in the Republican Party. You're not going to win. You're going to lose your seat to a Trumplicant. But what so if that he's is, re, do you think he's going to be reelected in 2024? I don't think he's going to be reelected. I think running? they'll find someone. I've, I think he will. Hopefully, other things will fail, like his internal organs. Uh, but Dear. I think they will find another Trump. Like you have, I'm about to switch the story on you to someone who will possibly be running, who is younger, stupider. 
and I don't want to say worse, but he pretty fucking sucks. But he's I'm, now, and this is the thing that's crazy to me is maybe these people do re represent the majority of the American people. Are we now just dumb sheep that yeah. watch Netflix and follow whatever they? I mean, it's different in California because we're all drinking the Kool Aid of the world's gonna get better. No, it's not different in California. California's racist as fuck. But, okay, so let me redact <laughs> San Francisco. I'm in a bubble, and I totally. Every time I poke my head out of the bubble and go, oh, this ha is happening in the world for real? I just want to submerge myself back in this happy little land of San Francisco where I like to pretend that, I don't know, the world I, is a better I, place I'm have and to we disagree care about each other. San Francisco has a lot of fucking problems and a lot of race problems that they like to sweep on the rug sure. and pretend that everything's okay. But speaking of someone that is possibly going to run i think he will run in 2024 it's um that fuck face ron DeSantis, ron de satan who is the governor of florida oh so no he, florida man can't run for president so no let me tell you no, something that no. will piss you off even no. more actually it'd be great for comedy because florida man would get would get great it'd be so jokes florida gop don't say gay bill advances in the house. Don't say gay? Yes. Let me, let me, mm, we're, we're going backwards, sweetheart. Aww. So Tallahassee, Florida, Florida House Republican cunts on Tuesday advanced a bill to forbid discussions of sexual orientation and gender identity in schools, rejecting criticisms from Democrats who say the proposal de uh, demonizes, demonizes, excuse me, LGBTQ people. The measure dubbed by opponents as don't say gay bill. That sounds like don't ask, don't tell. Well, are they not letting people use their pronouns of their choice? I I'm is about, that what this I'm is about? about? To, I'm going to break it down to you. I'm going to mm, read it to you. They don't like pronouns. The proposal has drawn intense. Uh, oh, honey, this is not even about pronouns. Oh. This is about, like, don't call yourself gay, period. Wow. Uh, the proposal has drawn intense national scrutiny and has served as one of the latest battlegrounds between the White House and the Republican. Uh, Republican uh, Ron DeSantis, who is running for re-election and considered to be a potential 2024 presidential candidate. DeSantis oh, Hold has on for just one sec. They're saying, so I understand don't say I'm gay because it's sexual orientation, but gender identity I'm is about, different. I'm okay, good. I'm glad. These are That's Republicans. These they are Republicans. They don't know Because yeah. gender identity is different than sexual orientation. And I understand we really shouldn't be talking about open sex at school. I don't like porn. I don't think we should. I mean, you should probably have sex education in, I don't know what, fifth grade. But as a high schooler, I can't come out as gay. I think you should be able to because that's once, what they're trying to stop oh, you. Oh, no. Because once you've taught them sex education, you've openly opened, you've openly opened, you've opened the discussion for sex in schools and you're saying that sexual identity is a thing. And therefore, at that time, I feel like sexual identity can be brought to the forefront. But gender identity, if you have a, if you have a fourth grader who wants to be, who is a girl and was misgendered at birth, then that is their volition and I feel like we should support that. But I, I don't think that we can say that a if a fifth grader comes out and goes, I'm gay, I can say like, all right, we shouldn't be talking about sexual identity in fifth grade. Does that make sense? Okay, now go. go. Well, you're talking to people who aren't logical, sweetheart. Uh -huh. That's the thing. We're talking about Florida, GOP. Sure. Real crackers. Right. Uh, <laughs> but that they haven't. There's they don't understand the difference between they don't, sexual honey. identity they don't and gender women, identification. They don't even know that, how women give birth. Yeah, sure. That makes sense. I mean, sense. 
Yeah. These are the same people who are not for abortion. Sure, sure, sure. Do not sure, be sure, surprised sure, sure, by sure, these sure. racist, evil folks. Yeah. Um, <sighs> so let's see. DeSantis uh, has stopped short of endorsing the legislation, but earlier this month said it was inappropriate for teachers to discuss students' gender identities without parental involvement. After the governor's uh, comments, Biden called the proposal hateful, and the White House released a statement. Uh, saying the measure targets LGBTQ stu- students. The bill sponsored by Republican uh, Representative Joe Harding states classroom instruction by school personnel or third parties on sexual orientation or gender identity may not occur in kindergarten through grade three or in any manner that is not age appropriate or developmental but appropriate for students in uh, accordance with state standards. A parent could sue for district violations. Harding has maintained the bill will not prevent spontaneous discussions about the topics. Yeah, right. So kindergarten, so they're saying kindergarten through third grade, no discussion of sexual orientation. Or, okay. I find, now, the gender identity I have a problem with, but the sexual orientation, I can understand that. But they said, or in any manner that is not age appropriate or developmentally appropriate for students. Huh. So that's the loop. That's the. There sure, you go. Sure, 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 so sure, that, sure, sure. So that could be targeting high school students. Sure, 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 sure. So that's so what they do. Right. They hide things in the bill and then they say, well, this is the way we interpreted it. Mm-hmm. And then. So they start, right, they get their foot in the door with the K to three, and then suddenly it's all education, and that's, then they're targeting, absolutely, this is a huge problem. Yeah, this is the, exactly, this is disgusting. Yeah. So, um, hard to maintain the bill will not prevent, okay, blah, blah, blah. Why are we so afraid of people that are different? What? Or These why is it othering, the other? It, we, we do this thing where we other, we other races, we other women, we other sexual identity, we or other gender identity we other trans people we other 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 uh, you know even uh, white on white crime even rich people other each other like oh they do i mean i'm watching i'm watching that gilded age thing right now and it's like all these rich people at the turn of the century and they have so much money but they're also worried about society and there's all of these crazy rules and so even when you have a huge mansion that's insane and you've got you've got 70 servants doing not 70 like 20 uh, doing everything it's still you can be othered and this i I, this one scene is in my head where where the woman she's in her enormous bed in her beautiful gilded room and she has her breakfast in front of her and she she throws the tray because she has been shunned by the society women and she's everything is at her fingertips and yet this one idea of, about society Never and she feels enough. othered and it's like so what is it about humanity that we constantly other even the even white when you supremacy. have everything all of it the white this, supremacy others this definitely and then we're talking about the gop why are we not surprised but our but, government is trying to other it's people like make us feel like we don't belong it, but these Isn't are, it the purpose of America? It was a melting pot. Everyone's allowed to come here. Everyone's allowed to express themselves. We have free speech. We have all of that's these a lie. rights. But that, and that's the thing. That's the loophole. That's the loophole. <laughs> that's exactly. The loophole. So, <sighs> and so, and then again, the thing what I'm tripping over is we're moving backwards. Yeah, that's what I'm tripping right, over. Like, abortion stuff. I mean, this, you know. Okay, of course, we still have issues with LGBTQ community and, you know, with the trans bathroom and stuff, you know, but sure. this is taking it to another level. Absolutely. This is going back to Don't mm-hmm. Ask, Don't Tell, mm-hmm. 1993 mm-hmm. style. Yep. You know, yep. so, and that was almost 30 years ago. Yep. Yeah. We haven't so, moved on very far, have we? Uh, yeah, let's see. 
Uh, on Tuesday, during a debate on how a teacher should handle a question about a student with two mothers, Harding rejected those concerns, saying, the idea that someone within this bill, we are preventing a teacher from having discussion with their students is just incorrect. Wow. Discussing about the different types of families may be an instruction relating to different types of families understanding that gender and sexual orientation relating to those students and getting deep into part is now exactly what we're talking about exactly. he said nowhere in here are we eliminating discussion about the different types of families loophole uh -huh. i think that's possibly the biggest misquote on the bill actually does Representative uh, Carlos Guillermo Smith, a Democrat who is gay, told lawmakers the bill is deeply personal and it singles out LGBTQ Absolutely. people. Absolutely. Absolutely singles them out. What topics specifically about people like myself, LGBTQ Floridians, are not appropriate to teach in the classroom mm. is a topic about how LGBTQ people love one another. Is it a topic about our marriages, which are legal in the United States and Florida? Is it a conversation about our families? Or is it a conversation about sexual activity? Yes, you know it's about sexual activity. That's but the that's other. the thing, that's is the you can have a conversation about, about two moms without have talking about sex you can t have a conversation about a mom and a, uh, a woman and a man you can have a, you can have these conversations about different don't other different types of families and that's crazy it's just it's moving backwards it's it's, it's mm. showing me how perverted i mean i've always known the gop is perverted but it's really showing me how really ew y'all nasty and y'all gotta sound rapey right the reason why because they're focused on sex exactly they can't talk about two moms without thinking about lesbian porn there and that's their go. problem that's not our problem. That's not go. the child's problem. That's the child doesn't have access to that. They don't think that. That's not, that's your adult perspective perversion. and your perversions putting it on to something else. And hey, man, that's on you. And yeah. you shouldn't, and just because that's your problem doesn't mean it needs to be all of Florida's problem. And the thing Let's is, let's move forward. It's, it's, and that's not the only state that's doing that, too. Uh, there's other states that do that. Just like there's other states that are following the voter restrictions and stuff like that. Just like the abortion stuff well, the abortion that they're trying to roll back. State. Oh, shout out to New Hampshire. They almost, there was a law in the book that was going to restrict abortions to a certain amount of weeks that that failed. Live free or die. So <laughs> that is their, there is their state motto. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's good news. So basically New Hampshire, uh, won that, uh, for not having such a heinous abortion law, but going back to what you said, it's repression. Cause we all know how some of these GOPers get down. I mean, we've done stories about the man who was having an affair with his secretary uh -huh. made her get an abortion. Uh -huh. uh, how many stories have you did about uh, a GOP -er having homosexual relationships with right. someone younger? Was it the one there was an airplane bathroom? Yes, there was that's a, what yeah. I was thinking about. That's oh, exactly yeah. yeah that's, oh, we've done oh, that one and many others. Yeah, yeah. And it's just, it's like the party of repression. The party of repression. And there's now this gross uh, fucker Carlson was talking about, um, he was reading a quote from AOC's book, uh, Memoir, mm -hmm. where she said she was lonely, blah, blah, blah. So he read it on his uh, Fox News people, say, made that sexualize. What? He sexualized her sure. about her being lonely, and he call it, started calling her Sandy instead of her real name. Kind of whitewash who she is as a 
POC. Wow. She, he called her a snow bunny, whitewashing. Wow. Um, and he was, he basically, and this is not the first time that he's used her to over-sexualize what she has said when she doesn't mean. Sure, they're just taking it out of context and right. recontextualizing and putting it from their own little sick perspective. And I think most of them are kind of rapey anyway. Well, you know, and <laughs> I really think that it, it does, it, it does go back and I, and people go, oh, it's First Amendment, but, but I think a lot of it has to do with porn and mm-hmm. access to porn at a young age. We brought up that map of how uh, which states watch the most porn. Mm-hmm. Most of those states were red. Yeah, sure. Yeah, it's so repression. the Bible Belt, there were the Bible Belt at that. <sighs> the world's falling apart. Okay, so. But not nigger Netflix deal. So, <laughs> yeah, right. So, so to, to recap thus far, uh, war in uh, Russia. Hopefully war, not. War in Ukraine, war. possible, terrible. Uh, the GOP is rolling back LGBTQ rights in uh, Florida. Mm-hmm. The abortion problem still exists in more states are trying. More to states are trying. A certain amount of weeks. Yep. It's terrible. It's still Black History Month. It's still Black History Month. Black people still getting shot. Yeah, I mean, when is when do we? Uh, and it's midterms and, and it's mid-term. the democrats are get slaughtered because they're not doing enough i'm going to say well because and also what is doing what do we we send things in the mail we send junk mail and go hey vote on this piece of junk mail no hey, we, we voted the reason why we put jim crow joe biden in the house was because we wanted to reduce student loans right dude that doesn't happen yet though. no he's he's just signed 90 days until may but Here's the thing, you guys. He gets his money from some of these loan oh. people. You know, you it, it's a selling point. So well, it's the same thing that. as uh, our buddy London Breed. Like she's, you know, definitely sold there's out some, the corporate interests there's, there's some corporate here interest and there. all of it. Look how many, yeah. look how many buildings are just going up right now that are almost done. Mm-hmm. How much water is going into those buildings? Who is going to afford these? Who is in these four thousand dollar a month? Apartments. A lot of people are leaving the city. Right. So, so why are we building more and not having them be like and she wants equal opportunity people, housing? She wants more people to come back downtown, but yet, and then she wants she's what she's doing right now too is trying to talk to big corporations to have people coming back to work in the offices. Sure. Which I'm like, that's not going to help you win votes, my dear. Well, um, is it that because, people will get, I mean, are we still worried about wants, Omicron or do no, we care? Well, We've got no masks I now. care. I still wear a mask. I wear a mask on the bus and in stores and everything. Yeah, yeah. I'm still, it's, it's not Theaters. over. It's going to mutate into something else. I don't sure. understand why people really. What are you scared more of, the Ukraine-Russia thing or the or the uh, I'm COVID black. thing? I'm scared every day. Are you more scared of the police? <laughs> okay, of the three, fuck, marry, kill, police. Police. Um, at COVID, at Russia-Ukraine issue. Ooh, God. Police. So you're gonna and the reason why you're gonna fuck be, the police? No, you're gonna kill the police. We're fuck, marry, kill. Here. Oh, fuck, marry, kill. Yeah. Russia, Ukraine. Well, These since, are our three issues okay, today. Okay, okay, I got this. So I am I am vaccinated so I could fuck COVID. Yeah, <laughs> girl, get it. I could kill future World War Three. I would marry a police officer. Oh my god, you would you know marry why? a police officer because to stop I would, World War III? I would brainwash the fuck out of them. Perfect. And you get to stop <laughs> World War Three. I yeah. that's that's good. I'm going with it. 
Because my yeah. whole, I would infiltrate. The reason why marrying a, a police officer is to infiltrate. That's what I used to think when I would watch Red Dawn Wolverines when I was a kid. And I was so scared of Russia and so scared of Cuba All and of them attacking. <laughs> I was freaking out. And in my head, I was like, I wouldn't run into the mountains. I'd just join them. I'd be like, hi, totally on your side now. Totally into socialism. Love Cuba. Send me wherever you want. Send me back to Russia. I'm on your side now, guys. That When I used to watch, it scared me so much. I was like, if they come in and they're like, we're going to kill you or we join us, I'd be like, all right, joining up. I'm so sad, though, whenever I rewatch that movie. I get, we got it wrong about Cuba. I know. <laughs> Russia. Uh, but Cuba. I love Cuba. Yeah. But here's love a, me some Cuba. Before we end things, too, I just want to say the Russia-Ukraine thing, Russia is pretty good with their hacking. Yeah. They got small it people. Can, that can affect all of us. Sure, because the know? internet connects us. Exactly. Yeah. So our our banking system can Ooh. get fucked. Businesses can get fucked. No social, social security Ooh. number. I mean, it doesn't have to be a well-known person. It could be any one of us. Sure, sure. So that's why it's a little bit scary. And plus, the United States is so far behind when it comes to their technology and playing war games. Great movie. Yeah, great. Uh, another great movie. Uh, that. Would you like to play a game of chess? That's <laughs> global thermal. That, would you like to play global thermal nuclear war? Global thermal nuclear war. That's, Let's that's, play that. That's actually kind of ooh scary. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Would you like to play a game of chess? Oh, young Matthew Broderick. I know, wasn't that he at all? Feel good. Yeah. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Uh, I know. That's think. Uh, think about good thoughts and not uh, the world falling apart. Young yeah. Matthew Broderick. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Ferris Bueller's Day Off, baby. He was hot. He was great. Yeah. I love. I love me some eighties. Swing, but about us, but a swing. Yeah. Um. So, like, yeah. I guess that's that our. That's our. That's, that's our. Yeah, that's any. Any other. Any other newsworthy things before we bring in our next. Guest? Um. Nothing on the top of my head, but okay. I love you all. Yeah. And congratulations. Oh, poof. It had, nothing's happened yet. We'll see. Well, you I mean, this, uh, you can say congratulations this for this Saturday I'm at Alameda Comedy Club, 7 and 9 o'clock shows. Oh, congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. I get 15 minutes both shows. Yeah, 15 oh, minutes. Oh, something. Uh, yeah, yeah. Silly me. Um, so I will be partaking in the uh, Black History uh, Black Skate Parade in Ooh, Oakland cool. this week. So it starts around at noon. Uh, I believe we start on Broadway and 12th Street. So come on down. It's one of the last weekends of black history. You don't have to be black. Just have fun. Celebrate. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, and it's um, Bring your black the 23rd. History mu music. I got five days left of, of forced sobriety, and then Dude, I get to make some choices high five. again. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I got. Uh, I've I've been uh, I've been sober all month. It's been pretty Ooh, crazy. She did yeah, it, y'all. I know. I've got a lot of writing done. I have a I have a I have I have a new joke. It's um, I I think you'll like it. I was walking down the street, and a guy called me a putacabra. Oh, right. And not a not a chupacabra, but a putacabra. And I know just enough Spanish the to fun. know that this is uh, either a cat call, a compliment, or the punchline to a joke. This is <laughs> putacabra is goat whore. Uh, if you speak a little Spanish, and which is a great metal band, so I don't know, go check them out. Oh, so it could be a compliment, goat whore, or he could have meant like the the goat, like the G O A T, like the greatest of all time whore, which another compliment, right? Uh, que pasa en tus pantalones? 
Una fiesta en mis pantalones y todos vienen. Yeah, puta cabra. Oh, oh, see? It's, it's a compliment and a punchline. Thank you, guy on 20th Street. Anyways, that's my new <laughs> cat calling joke. Puta cabra, right? Puta cabra. Yeah, I think that's... Yeah. A, a puta cabra. Yeah. <laughs> a puta cabra. <laughs> What a wonderful friend. You gave me another tag. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. A it's for free. Cabra. It's for free. Thank All you. right. We have a wonderful guest coming. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, We've got uh, the the drumming lady of Hate Street. Come come on in. Uh, yeah, uh, writer of uh, multiple books about right what's here. been happening on Hate Street and... Uh, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, you betcha. Oh, right. Yeah, I'm uh, fresh from Hate Street. I've got uh, the magic of Hate Street hanging on my my clothes, my skin, getting under my fingernails. And so you think the magic still exists, huh? I know it does. Really? There's no doubt about it. It exists. It, it exists the way something exists if it's being, you know, attacked. <laughs> it, it's, it's, it's in a way more powerful. Yeah. Than before. Really? Well, in a way, because it's it's so important, and, and it's the the thing that's left is that corner and the drum circle, and yet I know that all over the country, millions and millions of people still have that dream. I really know that because of being in the drum circle at uh, well, in a, of, of the hippie thing oh. of uh, peace, love, understanding, sure, you know, cooperation. Wh where is this drum circle? It is at Golden Gate Park at a place called Hippie Hill. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 where they do the 420 celebrations. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's on the, the east side of the park, real close to Hate, to uh, Stanion and Hate. All right. And you go in there, you go past the pond and through the tunnel and go a little further and go to the right. And, and we're there every Saturday and Sunday, you know, from about 3 o'clock or so. Three o'clock in the afternoon? Yeah, All right. two, I don't know. Sometimes they get there earlier, sometimes later, but... We stay until way after dark. Really? Yes. And it's just bring a drum, have a pencil and a beer bottle, like just... Yeah. Yeah, you can do that. Hang out. It's, it's, and everybody's like, what, you, you like chanting like Hare Krishna, like Hare Hare, or just, it's like, is there, is it, do you, is it like a prayer for the Mother Earth, or, or are you just all drumming? Well, it's all those things. All those things happen. Uh, I haven't heard any chanting to Krishna. <laughs> uh, but you know we pray i mean it's it's gotten pretty syrupy spiritual it huh. really has do you do uh the rainbow gathering kind of stuff yes in oh, fact um do you, you go to those i'm building a teepee right now for my group to go to the rainbow but gathering. you're like not a spring chicken yes and you go <laughs> to rain you go can't you you're in yes, a teepee. I'm plenty, I dance for three, four hours Saturday and Sunday. So, but you're sleeping in on a on the ground. Uh, well, we we bring stuff to be comfortable. You bring stuff. You know, okay. uh, I'm hoping uh, I'm gonna make get myself a small tent and and a mat, and I have a good sleeping bag. And and the the key is to have one of those grocery carts, those little wire grocery carts. <laughs> okay. Oh, they're so wonderful. You, for for what? Collecting pine cones. No. For, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you do out there. Well, uh, well, you see, when you go to the Rainbow Gathering, you often will have to walk one or two or more miles. But for what reason? 
Well, because it's <laughs> 20,000 people and it's in the wilderness and where are you going to park all the cars? Oftentimes, there's huh. a distance between where the cars are and where the gathering is. You might have to climb down a hill. What? Or, uh, yeah, it's, it's, very, it's quite a survival run. It really is. It's, and this is not like car camping. This is like camping camping. Yes, camping, camping, but we're all together. We eat together. The food is free. Uh, there's no leaders. This is what's amazing. People just make food when they want to, and they bring it to the circle, the main circle at the end of the day. Everybody sits down, 20,000, and they eat together. It is the most amazing thing you could ever imagine. It's, it's so beautiful. 20,000 people. That's right. Mm-hmm. I've seen 40,000. <laughs> Wow, this is like some Jesus shit, like uh, <laughs> uh, five loaves, two fishes it, you feeding bet the it's masses. Jesus fish shit. It really is. It's, yeah, it, it is so intense. It, it's, it's the Rainbow Gathering, I believe. If I'm, May, it's June? it's it's in July. Okay, no, that's... yeah, July. It's at the end of. It's like a week, and it's the end of June, July. It's July first to July seventh. Oh, okay, and the most important day to be there is July fourth. But you don't want to try to come in on the third if you can help it because, you know, there'll be a traffic jam and you'll have to walk far from the car. And, um, yeah, you bring one of the, I was telling you about the little carts, how wonderful they are, because it's, it's smart to bring a little bit of your own drinking water just in case. You know, they always have water there, but, you know. You don't know, you know, for sure. That's the number one rule of Burning Man is if you you have to bring your own water. There's flies, there's there's kitchens, there's dogs, you know, you can't guarantee. So, yeah, you put your water on the bottom and then all your snacks and everything you want. And and then uh, you can hang a sleeping bag off the side of it. Sure. You can hang a water basin or chamber pot or something off the other side. It's real light. Uh, You can hang stuff all around it, put stuff on top of it and... And when you have to walk those two miles, it really helps. I bet. <laughs> like I said, not a spring chicken walking two miles with a bunch of gear. That's like, I don't, I don't know if I'm, um, if I'm, uh, I, I could handle rainbow. I don't know. I'm going to be honest. I well, don't know some, if I could. Sometimes they have a shuttle, like you know. Oh, the walking doesn't bother me. It's just the idea of like extreme camping with a bunch of people. I, I mean. I, I've heard about, you know, you have to bury your poo. And I just, all I can think about is is, is not pooing for seven days. Cause no, no, I, no, <laughs> no. That's why I mentioned the chamber pot. I it's nice to have that. You can make your own little bathroom with Ooh. a sheet, oh, with my a goodness. chamber pot, with your toilet paper and everything. Have complete privacy. And then you just go and empty it in the latrine. So wow. that's what we did when I went there with, I went there with two, three children. What? Yes, I went there with a two-month-old baby what yes you just like to make life hard for yourself is that what that's about like life with a two-month-old isn't difficult enough i'm gonna bring them on an extreme camping trip to an undisclosed location somewhere in the united states near near, uh, mount shasta is that this year's shasta well they're breastfeeding do you know right do you know uh where it is this year yes absolutely well not the exact location usually they don't really know that till the last minute i mean literally june Mm. Sometimes they figure it out, uh, but I know it is in Colorado. Ooh, yes. Oh. So it's gonna be cold. Uh, I, I maybe because they mentioned it might be up at a high elevation. Wow. Yeah, I See? talked to one of the focalizers just a few a little while ago. And, oh my God, it's yeah, just but me and my friends are planning to go. I don't know how many are gonna make it, but 
I'm building that teepee, man. It's going to be an amazing teepee. I, if I do it the way I'm planning, I want to paint it in the most extraordinary way. Cool. Yes, I, I want to use metallic paint. Ooh. Like turquoise metallic paint Fantastic. and fuchsia metallic paint. Well, if that's the case, then you can build your teepee out of like um, tarps. Well, I did. Oh, you did. Okay, did. yeah, because yeah. if you paint the tarps, that's easy. It's yeah. cut out now. Uh, awesome. We, we just I have to finish a few things, add the flaps and... Sure. And then my friends are going to trim the edges and, and make the little holes around. Cause, and then, grommets, the whole deal. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I was going to use grommets. God, I can't believe how much they cost. Really? I saw some yesterday. I went to Joanne's Fabrics to um, get materials for historical costumes. Uh -huh. Also, yeah. <clears throat> you know, I'm really into this. I, I want to yeah. make the 60s come back to life. Fantastic. And I have plans. I have specific ideas that I am now writing down and sharing with the shopkeepers on Haight Street. Who Rad. Are my friends, because they're all in my book, lots of them. And um, it, it involves, um, <clears throat> first of all, putting the lights back up on the remaining trees. Oh, I know, I love it when lights are on trees. I think that's so romantic looking and pretty. Our, our lights used to be special. They were kind of fuchsia, lime green, and orange. Mm -hmm. And all down the street, and we had big trees, 15 of them, just wow. gorgeous, huge. Why are they cut them trees? I don't know, to break our hearts yeah. is what I think. That's one thing sure. I like, all that oxygen. Yeah, yeah leave the trees. That was really sad. I, so big metallic teepee, mm -hmm. uh, amazing. With day glow. And what do you, I mean, Whenever I've been to Burning Man, it's like all I do all day pretty much is cook because I'm constantly like cooking for other people and at, trying to stay alive. Uh, but what do you <laughs> what do you do at Rainbow? You run around in the forest. You like take mushrooms and, and dance with the spirits. Like yes. what do you? Okay, <laughs> That's one thing for sure. Uh, no, uh, we kind of just hang out and talk to each other. Whoa! Because there's no real loud music except the drums. You know, we sure. don't really care for a lot of amplified music out there. And uh, we get to hear our own drums, and there'll be like a, a hundred drums. I mean, these are the biggest drum circles you will wow, ever see. Wow. And the bonfire in the middle will be taller than a man, you know, and, and people dancing around it. And, and um, Where are you getting the wood from? Uh, we have to haul some of it in, and some mm. we just gather the loose wood on the ground. Okay. And if there's anything left afterwards, and there will be, you know, there's drum circles with rocks and everything. They put everything back exactly oh, where it was. I mean, they have a whole, people stay another week or more. Leave no trace. Yeah, okay, they, that's they, good. They that's leave good no word. trace. Yeah, they yeah, pick yeah. up every cigarette butt. And that's fantastic. Yeah, they do that at Burning Man, too. That's good. That's yeah, good. It's, it's so powerful. Uh, why do we go there? You know, we need something to believe in. Ooh. We got nothing. You know, our, our spiritual or political uh, hopes are a wasteland. You know, what have we got besides something like this? This is magical. Sure. It's not just the gathering. Like, I, I met the public a lot. I really have. I know that that 60s dream is alive in them. All different kinds of people. You know, straight people, hippie people, gay people, all of them. You know, when you say, when I show up dressed in tie-dye and everything that I display purposely, you know, to sure. publicize us. And we are still out there. The diggers, remember those guys? They made the bread in the little cans. And yeah, yeah, I, I know. In but fact, there's a sad story about something like that just right now. Uh, there's a man on Haight Street that was feeding the, the kids, the street kids, like yeah. for years. He really was feeding them, and he wasn't rich. He was cooking this food in his kitchen, and 
bringing it out in large plastic containers. I mean, he'll give you enough for two meals for nice. you and your friend. Wow. Uh, I mean, chicken and rice and noodles and anything. And and recently, he was having trouble with his landlord, and recently he got kicked out of his apartment because <gasps> of cooking. The landlord did not want him to cook. And but he's not selling it. See, that it, it doesn't make a lot of sense because I can understand there's a legal thing if you are trying to cater or you are selling so food. True. Then you have to have the government come in and give you an A, B, C, or D rating, whatever. And that's I why know. you can't have a catering business out of your own home. But he wasn't having a catering business. He, he was giving it away. There's How could his landlord... You have to sanction him right. in some way well, for that. Probably, That's insane. You know, a lot of people's rent agreements now say they can't cook. That's another. That's way. insane. Oh, that's, it is wait, insane. Wait, wait, wait so then you get then you get hot food stamps because you don't if you don't have access to a kitchen and you're not allowed yeah. to cook. Oh, like, does he not wow. have a kitchen? Huh? He has a kitchen in his house, correct? Oh, yeah, yeah. He had so a how you there. can't. That's illegal. Well, yeah, it would be. That's totally illegal. I, I would go to the tenants board. I, yeah, I, I, that's... I suspect the insurance companies because aren't they the ones who want to limit every single risk? Well, no, I would. The ones that don't I would want say that cook? it depends what kind of if he lives in a garage situation. Now, what I would say is probably the case is that where he is living, the landlord isn't up to code in some way. Where his kitchen probably isn't legal in any way, like it's in a garage or something. And then, if the He'd have to kick him out because if the government came in and saw that he had an illegal kitchen, the landlord, that the, the landlord would get in trouble. Mm-hmm. It's got to be something like that where he's Why? in some kind Can't of space. Can he just be where, mean and not like hippies? And that, could be, that could be it too, but know, I can't imagine that someone would be that mean and say, hey, hippie, get out of here. There's got to be a thing. And know what he's with, doing in the first place? Right. Because the thing is, that's imposing on someone. Yeah, what's he, like stalking some, him? Yeah, imposing on someone's Look, privacy. It, and then all, on top of that, you do not have any right to dictate if I can cook in my house. Yeah, that's Especially, crazy. Especially, yeah. Well, evidently, he, they do. There wow. are apartments where you're not allowed to cook. Well, that's SROs if you're in a room and you don't so have a kitchen. Evil, well, yeah. Whatever, you know. But no, there's a difference, though. It's, it can't be just whatever. It's a thing if he has his own kitchen yeah. and what have you. And he pays the landlord. Mm-hmm. That's going against his rights. Yeah, there's the tenants. The there's tenants' tenant, rights. Yeah, there's a tenants' um, right. They his used car to be also in. got impounded. And that's oh, when no. he decided to go back to Australia. When oh, he, came yeah. so he is gone from us. See? And that's oh, not the only thing that's gone. But then, why would San Francisco drive off somebody that is, like embodies the spirit of the original? Not the original San Francisco, like 1849, but the, <laughs> like the 60s, 1968, 1969, <laughs> summer of love. Of the yeah the the food not bombs dream of peace feeding your fellow man everybody taking care of each other enlightenment enlightenment all of this tune in tune out turn off well, whatever that's an that easy is. question to answer do, do the powers that be like enlightenment do they like it when people get smart and no. when they're nice to each other usually not but this is why you have to stay and fight those people too yes, like you, you should he i really wish he would have stayed and, and fit you know fought if that was the case because if you have a kitchen your yeah. landlord, landlord-tenant laws. You can't. That 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 landlord has no right to dictate what you can do or what I'm doing the, outside. The only way I could, another way that I could see is that, like, because I'm trying to think of my apartment situation. Now, when I have my oven and I'm making pizza and it's over 450 degrees, if the cheese boobadoob is a little bit, like the smoke alarm's gonna go off. Oh. And then I swoosh, 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 and I make it stop. But like, let's say that my I was making the fire alarm go off every day for a month. Then I could see my landlord saying, you aren't allowed 
to have your oven over 400 right. or clean you're your goddamn oven, <laughs> right? You're a fire hazard <laughs> because you're making pizza. If, if it was something like that, where the person is like egregiously bothering the people around them with their cooking, okay, maybe. But anyways, I'm but sorry even, that happened to your friend. Yeah, That's yeah. terrible. Even yeah, if he was in an SRO, a lot of them will have like a little stove or what have sure, you. Sure, sure. A common you, area. A com- yeah, yeah, a common area. Yeah. So that's why I'm like, something is not right well, about the, you know. The SRO on um, down Shame in the Soma, they say no hot plates. That's one of their rules. They let you have a microwave, but no hot plates because... Fire. Places burned out because yeah, it's an SRO People and, and leave it on and, right, and like then knock eaters. it over like or whatever. Well, how yeah, many places. times has that actually happened? Good though? question. I'd like to know because you know what? If they make a rule like that, it's, I still think it's about liability sure, law and sure. insurance. Because if Probably. they make a rule like that and then there's a fire and they discover a hot plate, they can say, "Oh, bam! We don't have to pay you guys anything. Right. You broke the rules." Exactly. Same thing. If you're riding Say, a yes. motorcycle yes. and your uh, helmet isn't attached properly, or sure, they blame you belt, instead of yeah. Uh-huh, can, uh-huh. I think I'm sure. <gasps> Here's yeah. a story about that. This is crazy. Okay, so. My apartment building, in the center of it, just like a lot of them, they have those like things that, like air vents, and that's where our bathroom windows all are. And there was a guy who, he wasn't on the lease, he was living with his girlfriend. And he was drunk one night, and he could, he got into the, we have a buzz, so he used the buzz to get in. But the door was locked, and he couldn't get in, and his girlfriend wasn't home. So he went up to the roof mm. because he knew his bathroom window was open. Uh-huh. He was scaling down that little that little thing <laughs> and he fell. Oh. He fell to the bottom, oh. four stories <gasps> down, oh and he broke his, both his legs and his hips. Now, oh. because he was not on the lease, yes. he got nothing. That's right. They yeah. He got all of his bills were his own. The, yeah. They didn't do anything. The apartment complex says, you're breaking and entering, basically. You're not on the lease. Yeah, what were you doing? Yeah, I'm surprised they didn't try to put him in jail. Exactly. Yeah, well, he was of... in the hospital for like a month and a half. That's kind of dumb on his part. Well, it was dumb on his part, and he was drunk, and he fell, and it was stupid, but he wasn't on the lease. And he right. wasn't committing a real crime. No, either. he was trying to get into his house. Right. But we don't know. But the thing is, they don't know that either. Because... Well, it was an insurance loophole yeah. because he was super hurt, and it had nothing to do with the building. Or the anything. But if he would have been on the lease, it would have been covered. Isn't right. that interesting? Exactly. Mm. But I mean, here's the thing. He could have called so the manager, too. Like, that's the dumb thing. There's so many things he could have done. <laughs> he could have called the building manager. He could have texted the building manager. I know her. She's lovely. She has keys for everybody's apartment. He could have knocked on her door. He could have, he could have gone in. He could have knocked on her door and said, hey, I'm sorry it's the middle of the night, but can I please have a mm-hmm. key for my apartment? Mm-hmm. That would have been fine. Instead... He decided to take the stairs all the way up to the roof mm-hmm. and climb down into his be- bathroom window, and he got really hurt. He so could have died. He, he could have died. Options, oh, yeah. dude. But th- I think that's why insurance is in pl- or whatever. That's that's just a horror story. I'm sorry. No, insurance is there to enslave us. It's yeah. not our friend. It doesn't protect really anybody. No, except you for know, big it corporations. It tries to pay zero payouts and, and uh, get as much as possible. It's killing us. I know. It's bankrupting the cities and the government and Healthcare. everything. All the well, homes. except that when uh, a bank fails, there's the insurance. Like when the whole when the whole economy fell apart and everyone lost their houses, 
everyone else got paid except the people who lost their houses. It's like bailout, every, yeah. every yeah. time there's yeah, a bailout, right. the people that the people don't get bailed out, the corporations get A-I-G bailed out. Did. So then how did so now they own all these houses and they got bailed out at the same time. So now they have even more than when they started with, and mm-hmm. the people left nothing. And we're all and it's just all of us running around and we're just like we want to live and be happy and have drum circles and eat food and be and run, like we but it's like no we've got to work and we've got to work 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 because you got to stay alive you got to pay your rent you got to do this and you got to wear the clothes and do the stuff and get on your phone check out the instagram and we could be at a drum circle hanging out and talking to people and being at a rainbow gathering being humans yes being human isn't that wonderful why is that becoming lux- luxury exactly <laughs> well everybody works so so hard so that they can go on vacation for a week and be a human that's like it makes no sense and so people have never been on vacation or, or can't afford it you can have the mindset of every day as a vacation and be a tourist in your own town I went to the Asian American Art Museum because on your EBT I don't know if you have EBT or Medi-Cal you can go to 20 22 different museums in San Francisco for free. Oh. Yes, the Asian Art oh Museum gosh. with your EBT card or your Medi-Cal card. You get up to four people in. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. And so I just Perfect. went, I had the afternoon off last Thursday, which I usually don't, and I was like, I'm going to the Asian Art Museum. And I learned all about my favorite new Hindu goddess, Durga, who is a total feminist icon, and I had no idea that she existed. And I was just like walking through all these fucking... Um, what are they called? Statues from 900, 800, 900. And I was like, that one really attunes to me. And I looked, I'm like, Durga, what's that? And I did some research. And it's this female goddess in the Hindu religion where there was this buffalo demon and he, he was very Zen for like a thousand years. And he, he impressed um, the main god Vishnu or something so much that he said, I'm going to give you any gift you want. And the, the buffalo god was like, ha ha ha, I want no man or no god to be able to kill me. And the guy was like, all right, I'll grant you this. And he went, bing. And then the demon buffalo god went nuts. And he was killing people. He changed the whole world. Made it crazy. Mm. And all ten male gods got together and they're like, we don't know what to do. So mm. they got Durga and they're like, girl, we're going to give you the best. We're going to give you ten weapons. Each of us is going to give you a magical weapon. And you're going to ride a lion. And you're going to go fight the buffalo demon. And they did. They gifted her with these 10 things. She had a lightning bolt and a cool spear and all this shit. And then she rode on her lion out in the desert and she fought the buffalo demon for 10 days. And she eventually cut off his head with a spear. And yay, saved the whole world. It's one of the first feminist stories of like a feminist warrior. (laughs) Hindu feminist warrior Durga. Yeah. Yeah. And I wouldn't have known that. I never would have known that story. I never would have looked up that awesome feminist history in the Hindu religion if I hadn't gone to the Asian Art Museum. Yay, which is free. Uh, you can also go to MoMA. You can go to the Children's Creativity Museum. So if you're a nanny and you're on food stamps, take the kids. You could take three kids with you to the Children's Creativity Museum. There's, look it up everybody online, but you get 20 different, the Disney Museum that's in the Presidio, the, I'm just trying to remember them off the top of my head. There's a ton of them. The black, the diaspora, diaspora. the African-American uh, diaspora one, yeah. that's diaspora. Yeah. Uh, diaspora, diaspora. I, can't, yeah, I can't pronounce anything <laughs> but I want to go to that museum we should go I mean I get, we all get in free I bring four people so get some culture get some culture yeah take a day and Perks like that they don't advertise well also history is important like we forget that history is real and it's important and we can't like we were talking about with Russia things are and with Florida and with Texas we're moving backward right now all of the rights that you fought for in the 70s so that women could like you know, have abortions and you burn bras and you read your books so that we can have the rights that we have right now. And we're go. We're, 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 why are we repeating regressing. this? How are we regressing? 
I can tell you one, one theory. Um, how can I say this? Uh, you know, I, I delve into things like that, like you would dig up a sewer and try to clean it up, and so I, I see things. I studied the New Testament right that on. way, um, and I found that Paul the Apostle was the one who said women are no good because oh. she gave him the fruit, right. and she is the cause of death uh, coming into the world and the curse of mankind. And, and also, uh, she should have power on her head because she should, he, she should be under the thumb of her husband in yes, everything. Okay, uh, now, that, it says that, it doesn't say that, yeah, it says that in the Old Testament, but it doesn't say that God cursed mankind. It doesn't say that. Hmm. Jesus doesn't say that anywhere. No, I that's know. true. He doesn't. No. And, and pa but Paul says that. Huh. Paul is the one who says that. Well, it's the, I mean, if you go back to the Genesis story, it almost, it's the, there's the sexuality of woman is what tempts Adam to gain the knowledge or whatever. I think a lot of it has to do with our, the value of a woman being her sexuality and saying from the first, the very beginning of the first book that the value of women is in their reproductive and sexual temptations and that's, so we're either the mother or the whore and we really don't get away around that. They, they added that though. Paul is the oh, one absolutely. that got into what a whore woman is and everything and he's the one, he added that mankind is condemned because of Adam's sin. He made that up. Hmm. It's not even in there. Well, but I mean, it's an interpretation of what happened in Genesis, but Genesis is so sparse too. And the Bible is so open to to interpretation, which is why we have so many problems with the GOP going, gays are bad, and God says gays are bad. That's, and that's Paul. Well, but also uh, there's a, there's some stuff in Leviticus in the Old Testament that's, where. Yeah, but I understand so. why they might not like sodomy because the Jews were an enslaved people all the time, constantly at war, constantly yeah, being true. stolen Con and enslaved, being sodomized constantly being enslaved. sodomized while they're enslaved. Right. Absolutely. So of course, of course they're going to say, this is the same thing with why they don't eat shellfish, because they didn't have refrigeration, and if you eat an oyster, you can die. Right. And if you eat a lobster, you shrimp, might die. Shrimp, was, shrimp was you don't do it. You don't eat the pig because you don't have refrigeration, and don't you don't have the up, salt though. to be able to make it last. It, also with the sodomy, it was a contextual thing, I think, about enslavement and war. And I don't think that it was terribly about, like, you can't be gay. It was about losing your power, being powerless to another entity overtaking you. And But that's my interpretation because I'm kind of a woke kind of bitch, you know? <laughs> see, I see what I did there. I called myself a bitch, being like talking about feminism. <laughs> yeah. I hate the word bitch. I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> the comparison of women to female dogs just makes me, devalues us even further. Like, all we are is titties to feed things and pre reproduce and not have our own thoughts and feelings. Uh, you know, just I, general enslavement. I found some good things that, <laughs> that uh, the Bible says about gays in there. I really did. Uh, a whole bunch of stuff in the Old Testament says uh, mm -hmm. the, uh, the, the, the eunuchs, you know, castrated mm -hmm. man. Uh, he will have a place in my home of great honor, and he's, he's cool. And then Jesus also says something. He says some people are eunuchs by choice. Some were born that way. Some do it for the kingdom of God. I wonder what that means exactly. Huh. Uh, but, you know, he didn't say anything against them, and, right. and neither does the Old Testament. 
And as far as Genesis, I have a really different take on that. I, I sure. believe in the uh, Anunnaki tablets, the clay tablets from Samaria that talked about the, the space people coming over the here. The Anunnaki's. Yeah. I've heard about that. And, yeah. and so Genesis comes from that. It's wow. like a bad copy of that. It's almost the same thing. It's got the flood in it, too, uh, uh, that that happened, well, which we'll is easy to believe. That you know, just point. one comet would do that. <laughs> that. Back to the Unix thing. I can understand how, okay, so Unix supposedly have their balls chopped off, and that's the word eunuch but here's the other thing the bible was originally written in what language right mm -hmm. so through all of our interpretations even if you look at the romans they were like or there's like 19 words for love or something so if you're looking at Philipp philippians or, or colossians or corinthians when they use the word love sometimes people say it's faith hope and charity instead of faith hope and love and, and when you look at Mm. different types of love there's the man and wife love there's a brotherly love there could be a gay love we don't know when we're taking other languages and we're translating we're messing with the context anyway so eunuch might have been gay person it might have been yeah, had I'm, their I'm, balls I'm chopped off it that way sure know? it could have been same thing with every time i see washing of the feet in the bible i interpret that as sex or laying at the feet so when ruth laid at the feet of boaz for three days oh. i think they were boning i think they were getting <laughs> it on and in the same way of you know mary magdalene washing the feet of jesus yeah it says she, she had to be his wife to do that so, and also to put the perfume and, and everything. Sure, into, and her, she washed with to, her hair, and it was very, you know. But ooh. I don't know. I don't know if she was his wife, but and, it's, but it's we interesting don't, to think about. Exactly, and know. we don't necessarily know because of the translations. Homie. They were probably homies. I think they were homies because you know how people like to, no, that was his wife, just, you know, because men and women can't be platonic. Maybe, but, maybe. Know. There is, um uh before I go, because I got to leave. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know what... Um, who wrote it and I think it's Old Testament but it talks about abortion when he gives the potion to his wife for having an affair oh. and, uh, for adultery and so I'm thinking Potiphar's wife but probably not it could have been Solomon it could have been with Bathsheba it could have been David and Bathsheba it could have been David David and Bathsheba it could have been there's a couple I, I it's probably not Saul but I'm going to say David or Solomon because Solomon was into sexy times. He was like, um, <laughs> no, I mean the Song of Solomon, Song Solomon or Song yeah. of Songs, depending how you want to. He's like, her breasts were two fawns. I mean, that would definitely be, it, I could see that happening. But they talk about that, the po potion uh, killing the child because she committed adultery. Wow. And so that's also a form of abortion that is in. Oh, I'm going to look for that. Oh, it's I in the just saying that they sanctioned an abortion. Because of a, because of adultery with right. it, yeah. and it, with the story existed, because it's got to be one of the kings. So it's got to be David and Bathsheba. I'm yeah. going to look it up. Well, I don't know if it's Bathsheba. Wouldn't we have heard about that? Because we're always hearing her story. That's true, too. It must be I someone can, else. Yeah. Yeah. Really yeah. Well, yeah, the Bible is scintillating stuff if we i mean i i use it for jokes all the time but it's it's unfortunate that they paint it they take feminism back a billion years <laughs> no, actually um, so now you have a lot of people who are book burning because that's trendy again oh uh, god they they are taking it back to the 60s with the book burning <laughs> but, uh, um, and so there was this guy interviewing and they were talking about books that were burning and so he one of the guys read what one of the um uh one of the things out of the bible and he asked the people should this book be burned 
They didn't know it was the Bible, by the way. They're oh. like, yeah, yeah. And he's like, oh, should I buy her the Bible? Oh. And they're like, no. Wow. So you just saw the hypocrisy sure, sure, sure. of that. And these were people well, who- blind, It's blind following. It's saying the Bible's perfect and everything that is inside of it is exactly what we need to know. It's the word of God. That's what Paul teaches. It comes from Paul. Jesus doesn't say that. And in the Old Testament, every time you look up word of God, it's not something written down. If it's written down, they say scriptures or the law. If it's the word of God, you know, it wakes you up, it knocks you down, it gets you high, you know, it does stuff. But they don't don't emphasize that it's written down, you know. So I used to think that God spoke to me and it's because I um, can get, I get goose, sometimes I get goosebumps for no reason at all. But what I learned recently is that a very small segment of the population has auto paleo erection, which means that I can make, a paleo erection is goosebumps. I can make my own goosebumps, like I can do it right now. Make your own what? Goosebumps. I can make, oh, I can, stuff. I can oh, auto, paleo erection. Okay. erection. Uh, uh, so I can him. make, I can make myself have goosebumps. And so I used to think that it was God talking to me because mm-hmm. I was so intent, but really I was just giving myself goosebumps. Yeah, and it's, it's, it's a strange thing. All oh, right, you found it. I was burning time until you uh, found it. Um, it's uh, Numbers 5. Numbers. Number 5.11 through 31 describes an unusual procedure known as a jealousy offering a husband could use to determine if his wife had been unfaithful to him. Essentially, the husband and wife could come to the priest and the priest would create a, a concoction of an unpleasant ingredient. Then the wife would have to drink the concoction. If the wife was, wife was guilty of adultery, she would get sick and her belly would swell. If the wife was innocent, God would protect her from the effects of a concoction. There was nothing magical about the concoction. It was entirely a matter of God using to result to demonstrate whether a woman was innocent or guilty. Uh, oh, here we go. Some purpose of Numbers through uh, 5, 11, 31 refers to God causing an abortion. The 2011 edition of um, mistakenly states that the drink will cause miscarriage. In Numbers 5, 21, 22 through 27, However, this is not a passage that is talking about. Pregnancy is nowhere mentioned. Except the the belly will swell. Swell. I mean, come on. Uh, that's not uh, that's not b- pr- pregnancy. I gotta check my source on this one because this could be <laughs> right. Yeah, because you know what's funny is I've I've. I'll read up, that tonight. I'll I, read numbers yeah, five. I, I remember 11 that through from all the way in high school. Yeah, and that's what I used to challenge people for. Sure. About. So, I'm gonna read. I'm gonna. Yeah. I'm gonna read that after the show. Uh, well, thank you, everyone. This has been scintillating today. Um, no, it has. Honestly, it has. yeah, good. yeah, I enjoyed I, it. yeah, absolutely. Um, and why don't you tell everybody where they can buy your book? Oh yeah, it's on Amazon.com. It's called Peace Drums. Jesus was a hippie. Perfect. Uh, and my name is Joan Rivard, and uh, I also have a website called PeaceDrums.org which will hopefully be improved after a little while. It's, it's pretty good, though. But Awesome. You just got to get one of those young kids. They'll fix it right up. Oh, I thought so. But, you know, it's hard to – it's just hard. I don't know. Yeah. Everybody thinks they can help you, but do they know WordPress? Oh, no, no. They know some other – <laughs> we're, that's one of the only ones that I that I actually ever did learn. I, we're on a new system now where I'm like, I don't have any idea how to do oh, anything on the website now. But that's okay. I had to learn how to format my book for Amazon. And, You're, and well, see, that's amazing because I always say I'm I'm old and I don't want to learn new things because it's just too difficult. And look what you did. You yeah. learned how to format something, which is incredible. I did. Thank you, Joan. Everybody, Thank look you. up peacedrums.org. Go buy Peace 
drums. Jesus was a hippie on Amazon. Yeah. Yes. And Latoya, the Sheriff of Truth, thank you as always. Always a pleasure. And we will be back next week. And hopefully I'll have uh, hopefully I'll have good news next week from. Yeah. And thank you guys for joining us here on MutinyRadio.fm and .sf. This has been the AltaCast slash Some Call Me Tim. And we'll be back next week. Au revoir. We love you. Yay, love. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me sea dogs and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> International banking, diplomatic cables, nuclear missile launch codes all rely on unbreakable encryption. What if these codes were no longer secure? That nightmare scenario seems to be a reality. A shadowy underworld syndicate is auctioning off access to the world's encrypted secrets. The only plausible explanation for this ability? Someone has achieved the holy grail of code-breaking quantum computing. Veteran CIA agent John Clooney must track down the perpetrators and retrieve this technology for the U.S. government and its personal, as the Enigma brokers have already cost the lives of his fellow agents, perhaps including his partner. John Wessex's The Enigma Brokers is the first book of the John Clooney thrillers. Get it on Amazon. Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead persons? Oh, shit. From time to time, I've been giving it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things, dude, before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dag nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! Four ninety-nine. I was just leaving the theater. <laughs>
convertible 1969 gold Cadillac with the white material that drove it up here. And I started to do some thinking. Around in it on the freeway, and I'm having a really, really good time. Flat black glass. Smoking big spliffs and cruising. Saturday, that Cadillac two. On the freeway. Good feeling. I am I'll tell a total you. Hello, Blake. Henry! Yeah, Charlie here. Yeah. I have a report here, Henry, from your, uh, from your chief nurse, Major O'Houlihan. She makes some accusations, Henry. I, I find pretty hard to believe. Uh, the dude minds, man. Has John Clooney's friend and ally become a dangerous enemy? Private investigator Anton Gruber has been CIA agent John Clooney's trusted aide. Clooney may have questioned Gruber's taste in cuisine, but never his loyalty, until Gruber double-crossed him. Escaping with his life, Clooney is sidelined while his superior attempts to discover how Gruber was compromised. The investigation delves into Gruber's astonishing past, from his unpleasant days as an East German border guard to life as a narcotics agent, from his time in the tango clubs of Buenos Aires to a trip up the Amazon in search of Nazi gold. John Wessex's The Prague Deception is the third book of the John Clooney thrillers. Get it on Amazon. Hey, Mutineer Stolowitz here. Have you ever listened to Labor and Love on Saturday mornings, 10 to noon, with Bill Morgan? It's a really excellent show, one of my favorites here at the station. And it's all about service. It might be the devil, it might be the Lord, but we got to serve somebody. And Bill understands the virtue of service as the heart and soul of the labor movement better than a lot of people I know. And it's one of the reasons I love to listen to him. He breaks down socialism, democracy, protest history, workers' news, and the power of unions. Along with that, he serves up an excellent mix of jazz, Latin, gospel, hip-hop, and traditional folk ballads. Great stuff. Check it out. Labor and Love is every Saturday, 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Serve somebody. Meals on Wheels is dedicated to fostering independent living for San Francisco seniors by providing hot, nutritious meals delivered to their homes. They're committed to fostering independent living for as long as possible. For more information, please call Meals on Wheels at 415-920-1111. This public service announcement is brought to you by your friends at Mutiny Radio in San Francisco. Are you looking for local handcrafted leather goods? Look no further than Skin on Skins, a local mission leather working shop. All original pieces handcrafted for you. Jackets, belts, purses, jewelry, everything made out of leather. You need your bicycle seat fixed? You want it in cool leather? Under can do it. You have a motorcycle that you want to fit out with side bags and cool stuff, talk to Under. Go to SkinOnSkins.com. That's S-K-I-N-O-N-S-K-I-N-S.com. You just went to Folsom Street Fair and you don't have enough leather? Go see Under. Everything is handcrafted and understated quality. Fine leather handcrafted goods for all of your needs. He also does fixes. Maybe you love that jacket. He'll put the zipper back in. 
Talk to Under at SkinOnSkins.com at 20th and Mission. Check them out at SkinOnSkins.com. Volunteer for the San Francisco Food Bank. The San Francisco Food Bank relies on volunteers like you to help sort, package, and distribute healthy food to people in need in San Francisco. Each year, over 22,000 people contribute thousands of hours to fighting hunger in our community. This support will enable the SF Food Bank to distribute 43.5 million pounds of food this year, enough for 93.000 meals every day. But they can't do it without volunteers. Visit www.sffoodbank.org slash volunteer. Again, www.sffoodbank.org slash volunteer to find out how CIA agents. Inexplicably, the deceased contract killers have the DNA of people who are long dead. CIA agent John Clooney devises a dangerous plan to capture a shadow killer alive. Contract a hit on himself. John Wessex, The Shadow Killers, is the second book of the John Clooney thrillers. Get it on Amazon. to my foot and they were like
gone We live a daydream Embracing home Now we gotta wake up Do we really think the world To be a creative oversight Do we really think of Senseless power But forces we reveal Expose the true essence of things The reason of all that has come to existence No more silent cries will be able to divide all our lonely in the nights Fragrances of truth will call for us Will we ever find out what means to be? Will we spread it out the day?